0: Welcome to the Jada Is Our Queen podcast, where a black woman, a brown woman, and a white woman who love each other get in the room with a mic. My name is Julia.
1: And I am Chaz.
2: And I am Bernadette. So we're here to find pleasure in diversity and to stretch our comfort zones while staying connected at all costs.
1: The aim is to break down privilege in a way that feels good and also use our collective privilege to champion and cheerlead inspirational women from across the globe.
0: Welcome to the inaugural, the virginity breaking um, episode of Jada is Our Queen. So um, we wanted to basically introduce people to us, to who we all are. And what we're going to do with this podcast show thing, over to you guys.
1: <laughs> ah, okay. Who wants to talk uh, about themselves first? Well, you know what? I'm feeling better, so.
2: <laughs> 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 <they> <laughs> throwing you
1: me. under <laughs> the train.
2: <laughs> uh, yes, <are. laughs> um, I'm trying to, to see how could I introduce myself, because at the moment I've been doing that a lot in Spanish. And in a way, it has refined what I say about myself. First of all, um, what I tell people is that I'm, I'm a trained scientist. I have a PhD in computer science, specifically in artificial intelligence. And that only tells, in a way, a small part of who I am. But it's important because a lot of the way I see the world and how I absorb information comes from my training in science, even though at the moment, I don't do anything that has to do with science. So I'm Mexican. That also tells you a bit of why I move my hands all the time. Uh, and the way I speak, <laughs> I speak with my hands. And, and, and it, with that, it's, it's, a com- it's a very weird combination because Mexicans are, are volatile, are, are, are very touchy and communicative and, and do a lot of really strange things. Uh, but on the other side, I have this science training and in around 2012, I had a huge depression, uh, suicidal depression. Uh, and I basically took myself out of the, the depression through very weird stuff that had nothing to do with science. And that started my, my career in the other arts <laughs> that are not science. And one of them was orgasmic meditation. That, that was pivotal for my work. And since 2016, I started just broadening uh, all the things that I was, I was using. I was also doing a lot of uh, plant and, and animal medicine. And, and in, since 2016 until now, what I mostly did was a lot of research, you know, and that's the scientist part of me. Now coming to a point where it's used from a very different perspective. If anything, it can be considered gonzo-scientist because I experiment on myself, and I, I, that's what I do all the time. I'm constantly running several experiments. Um, <laughs> and that, this is, I tell people, like, you, know, you think this is a joke, but there are many experiments running at the same time, and the bigger experiment runs itself, so I don't worry about the bigger one, but the small ones, and mm-hmm. um, because of that, you know, I have a lot of curiosity that got very stuck uh, when I was doing computer science. I was telling this to a scientist friend of mine yesterday, where to the point I felt there was very little I could contribute because the ideas will come so sparsely and, and like you know like a drop in and, and then like several days of boil of not getting anything. And the way I am right now, I'm presented with something and it takes me almost no effort and no time to see openings and possibilities and possibilities of research and things that need to be investigated and things I already know and I'm like this is not gonna work. And, and, and it's, um, for me, this is precisely, uh, as a child, I used to dream I was going to be a scientist, but, you know, in the old-fashioned way, with your love, and very masculine. And, and now I'm a scientist, but in a more, more erotic or feminine way, where the intellect is at the service of the body and the spirit. So that's
0: mm-hmm. nice.
1: Thank okay. you. Thank you, Dessa.
2: So can can You're I ask you
0: something? How, how do yeah. you how do you serve people then? What do you actually do? Like you know, how can people get in touch with you if they wanted to work with you? They
2: they can message me. Like um I have a Facebook page, I have Instagram, um, what else? Uh, my my page, I, I rebranded my entire website recently. It's called Bernadette. And and my email is doctor at work. <laughs> okay. Because I, I wanted to make, you know, for me, it's, it was so, in a way, irrelevant, um, the fact that I had a PhD, because it doesn't, uh, for me, it really means no, that, oh, I'm better because I have a PhD. But a few people pointed out, you never actually use it. And I was like, I think it's a thing, because I don't use it in that realm. I am like, oh, but I'm no longer a computer scientist. So I said, I'm just going to bring it. And this is, every time I say that my email is doctor at Bernadette.work, I cringe. Because there is a lot of like, oh, but I'm, I'm not really a doctor, <laughs> you know. It's, it's, it's like the imposter syndrome. So that's one way to connect with me. And the way I serve people is most of my things are about two things. is practice, developing and creating, crafting uh, practice from the ground, you know, from, from the bottom, like when you have nothing. And the bigger one is um, ego death. I call it ego death because most people, if I said ego dissolution, they don't quite get it. I said, once you're initiated, it's easier to say ego dissolution. Um, but that's my entire thing. Like I just see people going through phases and, and guiding them through the deaths that they're going to happen again and again. It's a not, you know, never ending process until they're physically dead. Uh, but through that is just the accumulation of unharnessing of power. Uh, so I teach people how to do that. And, Basically, I use practice and I use everything I have at hand. I'm very, very quick at absorbing information and and then adjusting to what people need, whether you like it or not. And it's easier once you have context, context to guide you through the process, rather than wait for you know you to have a car crash or something that you cannot really you know avoid it anymore.
0: Mm, beautiful, very deep, hey, amazing stuff thank you <laughs> shall I go next yeah. yes
1: awesome um, so god how do I follow that um, mm. you know um, so I, I have two degrees um, they're both um, BAs um, I'm a super creative person I, when I was at school I got banned from entering <laughs> competitions and I got banned from entering storytelling competitions <laughs> In uh, Quote, unquote, to give other people a chance to win. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, And so, you know. That's pretty
0: shocking. Just want to say that. That is pretty shocking.
1: Well, you know, it's kind of the beginning of what's brought me here. You're right. I remember that famous Stanford speech that Steve Jobs made about joining up the dots afterwards. And you know you can feel I can feel very injured, very hurt at the time. But actually, if I step back and have the patience, I see where that has served me. Um, and so, yes, I, I mean that and other incidents like that were have been kind of my lifeblood I think when I first I met Detta slightly before you Julia and I think when I met Detta I was a, a real victim who loved to complain about everything <laughs> and, you know, that has been, that has been um, killed to a certain extent by uh, what I've learned since um, you know I've had a lot of years, um, I've been in the orgasmic meditation community also um, and I learned a lot about what I expected of myself as a woman, conditioning wise, what I learned about myself as a sexy woman, conditioning wise, and mm-hmm. I spent uh, probably about the last, um, six or seven years trying to unpick that. Um, until recently when I just thought I don't need to actually unpick it. What I need to do is work with it. Um, my advantage Um, and so that's what I'm in the middle of doing now Um, how that's manifesting is that um, I've started to not work on so many different projects at a time Mm. I'm also quite quick at absorbing information I can get bored really easily Mm. Um, I can jump from one shiny object to another and I've found a way through practices actually to kind of just start focusing on the one thing, you know, and I just went back. I wondered why God was sending me back to all the places to live that I'd lived as a child or I'd, I'd been a young adult in, you know, I, I've accidentally ended up back in places that I ran away from when I was 16 and 17.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I... I I'm now starting to see that it that I'm just going back to a point where I went off heist in a way, so that I could learn some lessons. And now I'm back at that point, and from there on, I can go. I can go. Look, I'm indicating it like it's a straight road, but I'm fully expecting it to be a road like this.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's the nature of it. But you know, it, I I just want to the difference between going from that point blind and going from that point with knowledge and with practice. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, one last not so little thing that I want to say is that um, I'm black, as you can see. Um, I'm well read. I'm pretty well spoken. I'm quite well educated. Um, my family were not poor. and um, There's a certain expectation of people with my skin colour which is enraging to me. And I really want to talk about that in in these sessions and how it's affecting me and how it affects my relationships with with other people of any colour and of any caste, of any creed. Um, so that will be an interesting one to explore. I think when, as we do these sessions,
0: I'll leave it there. Thank you. (laughs) Totally amazing. I love, I loved all of that. Thanks, Chaz. Right. Um, so my name is Julia and, um, I guess I'm a sex witch. That's it. (laughs) That's pretty much what I am and what I do. What that means, I suppose, is that um, I am interested in using pleasure to um, reclaim my body and to heal my nervous system um, because I have, like a lot of people, I mean, you know, Chaz talking about not being able to even enter the freaking competition, yeah, it's like we've all had a kind of series of compounded traumas, right? One on top of the other. And um this has made me a specialist in fear. That's I think that's what I um have brought to this life, you know, mm-hmm. like from I suffer from anxiety from um Probably about age nineteen, when I actually just cracked with it, you know, like my life started to not be um, doable anymore through through fear and i 'm fifty now, and I feel like um, embodiment practices are the way in which I can begin to heal heal those wounds you know that's i mean maybe I started on that journey. Probably five or six years ago when I first met you guys, also through the Orgasmic Meditation Workshop. And I had a really profound experience at that um, first circle because I remember just feeling like I'd found I'd found it again. And that wasn't necessarily om or the the community of om so much as the power of pleasure you know, in my own body and the power of pleasure to heal and the power of pleasure to, um, well, basically reclaim my power, you know. So, yeah, I hung around in those circles for a while and I also went and studied other places. So, I, uh, you know, I went and studied uh, Tantra. I, you know, I've studied with, I would say, I feel I've studied with all the great female teachers, you know, Nicole, Mama Gina, Kasia, you know, Carolyn, Layla Martin, all the people who kind of pop up, who've popped up in my field as like amazing teachers of um, feminine power, ultimately. Yeah, so um, that's been the most enormous privilege. And um, privilege is an interesting word because, you know, I feel like it's something that we'll explore in this container. Um, The nuances of privilege certainly you know within different racial experiences but also the privilege of us as three women who came to um the power of orgasm and pleasure I mean you know it's like Mm -hmm. an amazing privilege that you know the three of us ended up there too so sex which kind of means to me um what the fuck does that even mean it just means that I'm aligned to some tradition in some way that I don't even know what it is. It's not like I could say I'm a Buddhist, you know. It's, it's like, it's basically um, the use of pleasure and embodiment in order to heal. That's what it is. I'm reclaim power. That's who I am. That's what I do. That's what I help others do. Um, I tend to work with couples and women primarily. Uh, women tend to be in group coaching programs, which I absolutely love group coaching and couples is like this really freaking intense container, you know. It's hard to even um, explain it, you know. But when I work with a couple, it's normally for six months. And sometimes I'm even dreaming, you know. It's like I, I feel like I enter their field very strongly. And um, and there's so there's some real depth about that that, that I love. Um, and also i'm um i can be very gentle but i also have a sword right and um i really like to use it (laughs) and um with couples it comes in very handy because i mean i've been in a 20-year marriage myself so i know this bullshit from like you know in the inside out but there's so much bullshit you know so Um, A sword is a great thing in couples relationship coaching sometimes because it just, you know, brings everyone to the earth, you know. Um, Yeah, obviously, I'm a white British woman, um, grew up in, I'm connected to the West Country in the UK. And I also spent a lot of time in Surrey, which is where Chaz and I kind of, although we obviously have very different experiences growing up, there's some real connections there in terms of just, we're both Surrey girls, you know, it's like we kind of, there's there's some common ground there, which has always been really enjoyable. And um, I think that's probably all I need to say about me. Cool. <laughs>